I gotta get out of here. I think I'm gonna lose it. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. I am dealing with the break room problem. Oh, good. You caught the, uh... Oh, wait, I, I had something for this. The PETA predator. I'm afraid we have a bad image, sir. Market research shows people see you as something of an ogre. You're a club them and eat their bones. The Office, that old entertaining microcosm of society, can magnify any day-to-day issue into something Shakespearean. While TV shows are the comedies, real-life office dramas can quickly become Shakespearean tragedies. In our series Occupational Hazards, responsibilities of parenting and The Office can quickly become a crisis. I know that a babysitter or daycare glitch unexpectedly can become a tsunami at work as I try to get someone to cover for me or move the schedule around. It's the same for my wife, too, and she might even say that the burden falls unevenly on her much of the time. In the WNYC Longest Shortest Time podcast, host and creator Hillary Frank says she gets this plea from worker moms all the time. I mean, I hear constantly from my listeners that when there's, say, a kid homesick or a snow day, it's generally assumed both from the employer perspective and the partner perspective. And I'm talking about even dads who... Are, are pretty liberal and involved, that the mom's going to take care of it, that the mom's either going to stay home or figure out the babysitting situation. So mom is first responder on the unexpected events that cause school absences, that sort of thing. That's right. And uh, is there any precedent for workplaces collectively figuring out snow days, for instance, uh, um, you know, okay, there's a snow day, bring your kids to work on that day. Um, that sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. But but we don't see collaboration taking place on these kinds of issues. I have not seen that. I think that's got to happen. And I don't even think work hour flexibility is something you see very much. You know, I um, after I had my daughter uh, five years ago, I for the first time went and tried to find a job, a full time job in an office. I had been a freelancer all those years. And um, I went in for these interviews and would say, and what are the hours here? And and I would get uh, the answer from 10 to 6. Isn't that great? And I would mm. say, well, could we do 8 to 4? And the answer was no. And people, I think, are most productive when you have them working during the hours that work for them. And and so I don't see why that couldn't work uh, in, in offices across the board. Well, what you're describing is a cultural divide between the the kid-less or the could-care-less-about-kids group and people who understand how the world works. People who live in that sort of 10 to 6 bubble don't understand that school begins at 7 for right. some high schoolers. That's right. I mean, I also think that people who are making these decisions need to understand exactly what it means to be a parent um, if they don't already. Like uh, I did an episode where we sent a childless man, um, Sean Cole, a reporter from This American Life, into MIT's breast pump hackathon. He had never seen a breast pump in his life. And he came out after spending a couple hours around these breast pumps and people telling him what it meant to pump at work. Um, He was like, I had no idea. I thought you just go into a room, you know, for a few minutes and and hang out and and take care of it. And he didn't realize, like, everything that goes into this, the state of mind you need to be in. And what do you um, do with the little bags? Yeah. The coolers under your desk? Yeah. Yeah. And how long it takes and how often you have to do it. And he came out thinking, I just had no idea that this is how working new moms like had to do things. Um, And I think 
if more people who are employers could have that kind of experience and really understand it, maybe we'd start to see some changes. There's a lot we don't know about the experiences uh, of being a parent. I guess you can't always put yourself in those shoes, but you, you can try to understand the experience a little better. Empathy is important. Hillary Frank, host and creator of The Longest Shortest Time. Thanks so much. Thanks, John. Join us tomorrow as we continue our Occupational Hazard series by exploring the world of office politics. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. (laughs) Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radiolab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.